Hello, welcome to the Bougie in a Backpack podcast. I'm Mackenzie from Travel Hacks Mac. I'm Angel from the Pennywise Traveler. And today we are actually going to go in depth about one of the questions that we got in our Bougie in a Backpack mailbag. So if you guys didn't hear from previous episodes, we have a new segment called Bougie in a Backpack Mailbag. And we are answering questions that you guys submit. And you can either submit questions anonymously, or you can put your name, or you can put your Instagram handle if you want a shout out. Up to you. I know sometimes it can be kind of weird to ask questions, and you might not want your name to be there. So totally fine to be anonymous. But we also want to give you a shout out if you do submit questions too. And you also, you can submit whatever in there. It doesn't have to be questions. It could be travel hacking wins or things that you learned. And we just appreciate anything you submit to us. So just treat it like it's like a little letter, like a you're sending us mail, but even though it's a Google Doc form. But anyway, the question that we got was, when do I need more car rental insurance when renting internationally than with what the Capital One or the Chase Sapphire preferred or reserve offer? So we thought this was a really important question because for a couple of reasons. One, because different credit cards offer different levels of protection on when it comes to car renting. And then two, there's a lot of different rules when it comes to international driving that we kind of wanted to talk about as well as it relates to just traveling in general. When it comes to driving in other countries, not all countries require it, but a lot of countries require you to have an international driving license or IDP, international driving permit. And in order to get one of those, what I did was I went to my local AAA. In order to get an international driving permit, when you go to AAA, or you can do it by mail and online as well, but I think it's just easier to do it in person. You will get it that day. And sometimes you can make an appointment, but I think I did a walk-in. It depends on what time of day you're going. But you need to bring two photos, two passport photos, or sometimes they can take it for you there, but they'll charge you extra money for that. And then you need your driver's license. That's pretty much it. And then you just pay for the, the international driving permit. The funny thing about it is it's actually like the sketchiest looking thing in the world. It's a piece of paper. It's like a booklet that's like paper that it's not laminated or anything. It's And it has your photo just stapled in there. And then everything in it is handwritten. It's like so, and the person that wrote mine, her handwriting was so bad. Like, I can't read it. So it's just, I don't know why. It's it's crazy to me that that is accepted internationally, but whatever. So the other thing is I have, I have a motorcycle license. So I got my motorcycle license like two years ago. And so I have that endorsement on my international driving permit. And the reason I did that was because in Thailand, that was my primary way of getting around is on a motorcycle. So that's something to know, too, is if you do have a motorcycle license or if you want to ride even like a scooter in some other countries like Thailand, you would probably want to get that international driving permit with that on it. And you don't I mean, people ride around without one, but you would probably get stopped by the cops and they'd probably fine you. You might not get like arrested, but they'll definitely you'll definitely have to pay something if you get pulled over without one. I actually never got pulled over while I was there, which is very rare. Like most people get pulled over. So anyway, you don't need the international driving permit necessarily in every country, but it's definitely good to have. I know I rented a car in Aruba and I just used my regular driver's license there. There wasn't, I didn't even look into what you would need. So a uh, good thing I didn't need anything special because that was just, um, that was there, but it really depends on the country 
what you need as far as international driver's license goes. And it also depends on the country as far as what kind of insurance you need, because there are certain countries that have different level, you need like an extra layer of protection on top of the insurance that you have. So let's start by talking about the auto, is it the auto collision damage waiver? Yeah, it's called the auto collision damage waiver. So that one is like the car insurance for the car itself. So when you rent a car, that's the car insurance for itself. There's other charges on the cart as well, like liability, additional car drivers and stuff. So depending where you live, so like in California, it's illegal to charge someone for an additional car driver. Someone actually, fun fun fact, someone actually complained. <laughs> yeah, everyone take me. a shot. Everyone take a shot because Angel just mentioned she lives in California. <laughs> Someone complained about me that I live in California and in the podcast review an Apple podcast. I don't know. <laughs> they were saying I mentioned New York and California too much, but most of the people who follow us on Instagram, when you look at your Instagram analytics for people that don't know, they're actually New York and California based. So I don't know what I'm doing wrong by trying to address <laughs> the people who live in New York and California. And I also used to live there. So I don't know why I'm getting yelled yeah. at for that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's important to know, like, because rules are different, different places and you have different, you know, BevMo, you have BevMo in in LA. You don't have that everywhere. So it's important to know where you're, where you're coming from. It's like, oh, you have that? Like, where are you from? Or in your state, you didn't mention what state you live in, but you're telling me that you can have free, free drivers on your car, which is good. Because funny you mentioned that because when we were in California, I was like, hell yeah, we can get a free, we can add an additional driver for free. Like, I was so excited. I, I think it's only though for... It has to be, it doesn't have to be a spouse or a family member. I believe in California, it could be anybody. So when I was doing a road trip with my friend, we were road tripping from um, Los Angeles down Pacific Coast Highway to Big Sur to up to San Francisco. So we added, there was like four of us. We uh, we had like pretty much like everyone on the car rental, but it wasn't extra for each person. But it can easily add up a lot of money though. So like, yeah, $13.50 per day, $189 maximum. So, so let's say like you were in the board of California and Oregon. Where would you rent? California or Oregon? <laughs> Come on, you don't get charged extra. So like, you know, you, you want to be mindful of where, you're, or maybe one way for car. It might be more expensive though. But like, let's say like you're in the border of California, Nevada, depending where you live, you know, but the California side is like equal distance to, to the Nevada side. You would want to rent the car in California because you don't pay for additional car drivers. So that can be easily $13.50 per day on Hertz or up to $189 maximum for the charge. So think about it. That's almost $200 in savings just for having that benefit. Through my corporate rate, when I rented in New York City, I didn't have to pay for that because that was part of the corporate rate. Where the corporate deal that we had with National and with Hertz was that we didn't pay extra to add additional drivers. So it depends on your workplace policy as well, what kind of negotiations that your workplace has with that specific car um, rental company. Mm-hmm. So the so additional drivers, it was helpful when we were in California because the, well, so what I, I had to get a new license when I moved out here. And you know, when you get a new license, they give you a temporary one that's like a piece of paper that's like pretty useless. So like I go and I'm renting the car and I'm like, oh, and the other thing is I freaking lost my passport. So my my form of ID was my passport. Like, that's all I had. And I lost it when I was going to California. So but don't worry, I got it back. Like, it's all good. But I, I lost it. I had left it in Salt Lake City when I had my layover. And actually, it's fu- I left it at the Delta counter and they like no one they didn't return it to me. And then like I, until I got like I tried tracking it down 
And then a couple of days later, I got a phone call. The next day, I got a phone call. And they're like, we found it. I was like, thank God. But anyway, that was my form of ID to get through the airport. So when I got to the rental car counter, I'm looking for my passport because I know they just they just need to scan something. Like, they were taking my temporary license because it was a valid license, but they couldn't scan it. And they were like, we just need to scan something. So I actually ended up giving them my, my military spouse ID. <laughs> Like, which is not, it's not really any, like, you can use it for insurance and stuff, but it's not really any. So they, they just need to scan something. And then thankfully, too, though, because you can add an extra person, and I didn't realize this when I had filled out the, so I had booked it through Autoslash, which I will talk about Autoslash in a minute, because Autoslash is a great way to to find good deals on car, car rentals. But through Autoslash, you can select everything that you have access to discounts on. So I selected everything and one of them is Costco. So I don't have a Costco membership, but homeboy, my husband, he has a Costco membership. So I had clicked Costco and they were like, okay, so show me your Costco card. And I was like, or they were like, oh, your Costco membership isn't in here. We need that. And I was like, oh crap, that's homeboys. So homeboy, because he was, we added him as a, as a driver anyway, and then he was able to scan his license and everything. And it was good that you could add them for free because sometimes it can be a lot of money to add an extra driver. So, and it's like all the savings that we had gotten from using the Costco, the Costco rental, which still, it, we didn't even go to Costco to do this. Like we went through auto slash and they just were like, oh, if you have Costco membership, you got, we got a huge discount. It was like hundreds of dollars off of it. And we had it for like three days. So, so it was really good. It really worked out that way because we, you know, so we could add the driver for free too. Yes. So in this case, it's very good for where you're traveling to and also your workplace discounts. So for my workplace discounts, they didn't charge extra for additional drivers. And um, the corporate discount was cheaper than Costco. So you always want to double, mm-hmm. double check and compare all the different rates that you have, just because like you want to compare your friend group as well. So I work for a big company, so does my other friend as well, but my rate was cheaper than her bank's rate. So it just depends. So you always want to double check that yeah. not just because you have a corporate rate doesn't mean your rate is the cheapest. Your friend's corporate rate might be cheaper than yours. So you always want to compare each one. There's also the Rakuten portal so that you can use for enterprise and for Hertz. But I tested it with my corporate rate. It doesn't work. So, but who knows, maybe your corporate rate might work. Who knows? You can always try and see. Yeah. Corporate rates are another really good way to get, to get discounts. So for using auto slash, it's really helpful because you just put in everything, you put in where you want to rent the car and all your information, like what you have access to, and then they'll just send you the rates and you can look at them and you, you don't have to prepay them. So that's like another trick that happens with renting cars is that, a lot of times these websites, they'll be like, oh, it'll be $200 total, but you have to pay it in advance and you can't cancel it. And then it's like, you really don't want to do that with rental cars because if your flight gets delayed, times will change. And then you might have to cancel your car because you don't, sometimes the car rental place closes before your flight ends up getting super delayed. And then you're like paying for nothing. And it's just, it's really annoying. You should never prepay for a rental car. So that's just, that's like one website I really like to use is Autoslash. I found pretty good deals on there. And also double check if you book off the airport, if it's cheaper or not. So we booked off the airport because it was actually cheaper. And for the, I believe the airport is, they had longer hours to rent a car. But even for us, if we return the car the next day, it was still cheaper than the airport rate for like three days versus four days. So the four days one with off off airport was still cheaper than the three days to rent a car if you returned at the airport. So you need to think about this too. If you rented a car from the airport from your house, depending where you live, the Uber might charge you an airport fee as well. So if you Uber back to your house from the airport versus going off airport to rent the car, you might actually pay more for the Uber as well. 
So like double check the cost is if it's cheaper for me to book an extra day for the off the off off airport location for the renting the car. So I've done it before it hurts. And that was cheaper than booking at the airport, even for four days versus three days. And it was the 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 car the literally the place, the um current place for me from from Hertz wasn't even that far away. It was like I think like a five minute Uber ride. So it's a lot cheaper than Ubering to the airport, which was would have cost me more money. Yeah. So that's just what I was gonna say is the Make sure, though, that you look up where the off-airport place is. Because if you go somewhere off-airport and it's, like, the other side of the city, because sometimes you could just rent a car. Like, there's just, like, places in cities where you rent the car. You don't have to always – it's not always at the airport. So you just want to make sure it's not, like, like so far away. And, and like, make sure you get – like, it's either, either, like, you can get there by public transport or it's, like, a quick Uber ride that you're not losing money by having to pay, like, an extra huge Uber fee. Yeah, and you want to double check too. I know there's certain apps. Like I think Lyft next lets you rent a car now. I haven't tried it myself, but once sometimes when I look at the prices, I notice that the prices are way more expensive than renting through my corporate rate. So like, make sure you compare all your bases to see what your options are. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Okay, so back to the topic, though, of car insurance. So you definitely want to look. And and when it comes to the original question about international travel, besides having an international driving permit, the IDP, you want to make sure that you are aware of what kind of insurance you need for that specific country. So there are certain countries that you can't use your the, the insurance that your credit card comes with. Or even your personal insurance, you can't use it in certain countries and you need like a special insurance. So some examples of those countries are like one easier way to remember is like a bunch of countries that begin with I. So Iceland, Israel, Ireland, and there's like a couple other countries. You definitely want to look this up because these things might change too. But when you're traveling overseas, not all countries have this, but some countries will not let you use your credit card insurance there. So when it comes to credit card insurance, though, there's two different kinds that some of these credit cards come with. So there's primary coverage and there's secondary coverage. So with primary coverage, you're able to waive the auto collision damage waiver. And then with the secondary insurance, you actually, if you were to get into an accident, you would have to use your prime your personal insurance first and use up to your deductible and then pay like then the credit card would cover it. So if you are trying to decide which card to use, you want to use a card that has the full primary coverage. So examples of cards that do have that are the 
Chase Sapphire Preferred, Chase Sapphire Reserve, and the Capital One Venture X. And then some examples of cards that don't have that are like Amex, Platinum, that only has secondary insurance, which kind of confuses people because it's like such a premium card. You think it would have like the highest kind of coverage, but it really doesn't. It's like it's all underwritten by different insurance companies. So you definitely want to make sure you, you, you're you using the right card when you're renting a car. Yeah. And I also want to make a note too, that depending on the credit card, you can actually get status. So I believe Capital and Venture X, you get presidential status with Hertz on there for Capital and Venture X, both Chase and Amex. They also have benefits there too. So it just depends on which credit card you have. If you want higher status, the higher status helps out sometimes because you can go straight to checkout instead of waiting in line for renting out the car. So just Take into consideration also when you're renting a car, how much time you want to waste like waiting in line if your existing credit card has status already. And sometimes you can match between different statuses. So I think before I got Amex Platinum, I status matched from National to Hertz. I think that's what I did last time. Mm -hmm. But you can also, you can use the card to get the status, but then not pay with that card. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, I've done that before too. Yeah, so sometimes you can just, because what you would do is you link the card to your loyalty account, right? And then you'd have the status. So at that point, you could still pay with a different card and use the card that has the primary. So you're like paying with a Chase Sapphire Preferred, but you're using the benefit and the perk that you got from like the American Express Platinum card. Yeah, I'm looking at right now for Avis Preferred Plus. You get this with Amex Platinum, and it says that you can skip the counter and go straight to your car. So think about it. Like, you save so much time for waiting in the counter sometimes if there's a lot of people. It also has a complimentary one-class upgrade whenever it's available, so you can get upgraded to a nicer car, too. So you pay for the cheaper car, but get upgraded to a nicer car. That has actually happened to me as well before, too. I rented out with Hertz before where I got a, like... I was supposed to pay for a small car, but they gave me a bigger like SUV car because it was a free upgrade. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, I just want the small car. Like, just give me the small car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that was a road trip. <laughs> that was a road trip of like five, six other girls. So we kind of need the bigger car. I mean, I think I, I think it was either the same price or they gave me a free upgrade. It wasn't that much like more or something like that. This was like 2021. So this was a while back when I rented it and stuff with Hertz. But, um, that did happen before, but it was quick to rent the car, very quick. And also, if you have the corporate rate, you have to book the car with your name. So you just be mindful that even though your friend might be driving, so my, my corporate rate, we had free additional drivers that we can add through my corporate rate, but my friend was mostly driving, not me. So like she, we had like, it was like five or five of us that was renting the car, but like three of my friends drove most of the time, but the car rental had to be my name and I added them as additional drivers. So just keep that in mm-hmm. mind. Like you can't just, and also like the card that you paid with. So let's say I paid with my Chase Sapphire Reserve. I have to be the one that's renting out the car in my name too. It can't be like the car's renting out in like Mackenzie's name, but like I'm paying with Angel's credit card. That won't work. The credit card insurance works when it's in your name. And also the car rental has been your name, not as an additional driver. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind to make sure you have your paperwork squared out where like the person renting the car is also the person that's also on the credit card for the auto collision damage waiver that has a credit card, like Chase Sapphire Reserve or Cap One Venture X. It has to match. They can be just added as an additional driver instead, but the person that's renting out the car and has the credit card insurance with the auto collision damage waiver has to be the same person. Yeah, and that's also the case with using the travel protections on your credit card as well. So like I can't book a flight for Angel 
and fly her out to visit me in D.C. And then, like, her bags get stuck. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to use my insurance on my chief staff. I prefer to to get extra money for all these bags that are stuck. That won't work. So, yes, just for a quick synopsis, like a quick summary so far that we talked about, double check if your workplace has the um, corporate rates for discounts. If you don't have one, Costco, Sam's Club, they also have great discounts. Auto Slash is another good resource to look into for car rental discounts, depending where you live. I mean, depending where you're renting the car, if they charge extra. So in the state of California, to, to add additional drivers is not extra. Also, my um, my workplace, they didn't charge extra to add people as additional drivers as well. So double check each policy. And all not, not all corporate rates are equal. So your friend might have a cheaper corporate rate than me. I might have a cheaper one than them. It just really depends. Research all your corporate rates for all your friends that are going on a trip. But when you pay for the car rental, the, the person who's paying for the car rental has to be the same person that has a credit card. Just keep that in mind. So if you have multiple friends, you guys might end up fighting for the points. Whoever has the cheapest corporate rate and also has coverage with their credit card might get that win for that situation. And add everybody else as a free additional driver for the car rental. I I would prefer to have my credit card charged for the auto collision damage waiver, which is free because you just check that box where you don't you decline the car rental company's offering for the car for the car insurance. Just because I feel like I would rather have my like like I don't what happens if they're getting a car accident. I want to I don't want to risk my insurance going up. I would rather get it through my credit card. Doesn't touch it at all. And also, like, um, the auto collision damage waiver doesn't cover liability. So if you drive and you hit someone else's car, that's considered liability. So I paid for that extra before on Hertz. Just to have the extra coverage. Something else to note, though, is if you do, for some reason, you take the collision damage waiver that's offered by the car rental company, even if you're paying with your Chase card or your Capital One Venture X card, you actually lose out on some of the additional benefits that you get with the Chase Sapphire. This this specifically, I know for the Chase Sapphire card because so the it the waiver covers up to seventy five thousand in car accident or theft, and that includes physical damage or theft of rental car, towing charges, other costs that just might not be covered depending on what travel. Uh, what rental car company you're using but like if you want to make sure you're getting the full benefits you have to make sure like don't like double don't use both insurances because you're you're not you're gonna actually you actually waive your rights to the chase insurance if you use the rental car insurance if that makes sense when, well, did that happen to you when you're renting the car in california or that, did, i don't remember them asking me that though i just said like no my credit card has it i don't know if they asked me for my personal car insurance no 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 that wasn't personal insurance no i'm talking about the insurance that the rental offers That's oh yeah about. you decline it yeah yeah if you don't decline it though you're actually you're using that insurance you 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 are in you essence declining you're well you not only do you get charged for it but you are also declining chase's insurance if you do accept the rental car company's insurance so you can't like if the rental car company's insurance isn't as good as what Chase has to offer, you're like totally wasting the opportunity to just first of all not pay the fee, but then second of all get whatever what Chase has to offer with that with their. But also take in consideration how expensive it is. So I know for Hertz, when I rented the car in California, it was seventeen dollars per day for the auto collision damage waiver. So think about it: if you have a Chase Sapphire preferred card. But you go on two road trips a year for three days each. 
$17 times six is $102, but it's $95 for the credit card. So you just saved yourself. If you do three, like a few car rental, like road, road trips each year, your credit card essentially paid for itself because that would be money that you would be paying anyway to rent the car through the, um, the car company. So for like Hertz, for example, you'd be paying $17 per day anyway. So that's an easy way to offset the annual fee. If you think about it, I mean, there's a lot of other perks and benefits on a lot of credit cards, such as the GoPuff credits, the Instacart credits, the $50 hotel credit. So like, I think it's an easy moneymaker in a sense, in a, in a sense already, just for thinking about the credit card. Yeah. Another thing is like these freaking rental car companies, <laughs> these rental car companies, they, they always just want to like charge you for every little thing, you know? So they're one thing you also want to say no to is you want to make sure i think nowadays you probably just need to get the easy pass if you don't have one <laughs> i don't know who who like flies with an easy pass but a lot of times you just need an easy pass to like drive around if you're going long distances but those can be expensive per day but sometimes you just need them anyway but the other thing is they charge you for if you get prepaid fuel that costs more than if you were to just go to the gas station so Definitely, if they ask you if you want to do the prepaid fuel or if you're going to fill up the tank when you return the car, make sure that you opt to fill up the tank before you return the car. I know it sounds more convenient to not do that, but you're going to save more money that way. Usually, like whenever I rent a car, I usually end up not using that much gas unless I'm going on like a massive road trip or if I'm in like, you know, a state park or something where you're driving around a lot. But a lot of times I've ended up barely using any gas and not even needing to fill up gas. But some... A lot of car rental companies will require you to, to show a receipt to prove that you got gas at within that a certain time period and within a certain distance from the car rental place to just show that you filled up the tank and that you didn't just like steal gas from them. So that's just something else to know. Just always say no to the prepaid fuel. Yeah, that's something I, I do too. There's a lot of gas stations that are like what I've seen. There's usually a lot of gas stations near airports or near the car rental company before anyway. So if you aren't sure, remember Google Maps, that is your friend to click the fuel option to find a gas station nearby. And also to, 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 to use a GPS. So like you can easily find that close by. So my Chase Sapphire Reserve has a primary auto collision damage waiver, but my, my Amex Platinum does not. But guess what happened? There happened to be an Amex offer when I was returning the car rental. So you know what I did? When I checked out, I told the guy, can I actually pay with my Amex Platinum card instead? And since I was renting the car already and he checked the car, he said the car was in good shape. So he already did his whole analysis and stuff. Another hack to have before that even happens is that when you're getting the car, videotape, take photos of the car to show that like, hey, that damage or scratch mark was there before I got that car. <laughs> to make you pay for it so what i notice that people do sometimes is that if they have a watch or cell phone and another friend is with them use a video record over the cell phone where someone else has a time stamp and the date or the watch that has a time and date and then start recording the car and walking around the car sometimes people do that when that hurts person is there too or the car rental person is there so they actually see the face of who they rented the car from in case trouble happens later they're like well no there here's this picture of this person who i rented the car from if you if you forgot their name Here's his, here's his video. This is how he looks like. And you can show it to them. They're like, I remember this person. He says the car is fine. So you have that video footage or camera footage at least. So I've done that a few times whenever I rent a car. Luckily, I've had never had any issues with that scenario happening. So I actually 
checked out my Amex Platinum, even though initially it was booked in my Chase staff, I reserved to trigger the Amex Platinum offer where I got a Hertz um, Amex offer instead. But I also want to make a note too, this actually happened to me like a two, year, two or three years ago. When I returned a car from Hertz, they actually, they were like, oh no, we'll email your receipt. And I was actually running to a work meeting when that happened. And guess what? I never got an email. And you know what happened? The guy from Hertz never reported that I returned the car. So I had to oh go my through gosh. this whole ordeal with Hertz, fighting with them on the phone. Like, no, I returned that car and blah, 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 blah. And then it got sorted out where like, they're like, oh, actually that guy forgot to return the car. But like, you don't ever want to put yourself in that position. So when you rent a car from now on, I'm like, no, like I'm getting a paper receipt, like peace of mind, paper receipt. The guy was like, oh, well, like we can just email to you because you have to run to your meeting. Cause he's like, I have a few other customers that are waiting here. So like, you don't have to wait for that. Never again. I will wait the extra five, 10 minutes or whatever amount of time it takes to get this cleared out versus the um, Hertz um, person. He totally forgot to say that I returned a car and then became a huge mess. Like, it was like, I finally got an email from Hertz saying like, hey, you rented this car for like over like a week or two or whatever when, they, when the guy finally remembered that he had to check me in. It was a whole mess. Oh my gosh. I'm playing it way too fast and loose because like I always, I'm just like, all right, gotta go, bye. Like, I don't, it doesn't matter how early I got to the airport. Like, it feels like they're like rushing you out of there. Like they, they don't take, they take their time giving you the car, especially if you don't have like Avis preferred. Like you wait on this long line. It takes forever. But when you're returning the car, they're like, all right, all right. And they're like, and they always are just like, we're just going to email you like, bye, like get out of here. And you're like, so I, the only time I ever wait for a receipt is if I was traveling for work and I needed to get like a reimbursement. And I'm like, okay, well now I have to go to the desk and get out, get a form because I don't know if your guys are going to like, there's no way I'm going to be able to get it back if I, if I don't get the receipt now. So that's a good tip. That's something I definitely overlook a lot. So I yeah. don't even know. I don't even remember getting a receipt from my last car that I rented. <laughs> like oh I haven't even checked. I know. That was literally so annoying. Like calling and arguing with them on the phone. Like, no, I returned this car on this date. I told them, check your video cameras. Like, like and stuff i returned this car and then like for them to go back to look for the video footage for them to research it and the guy was like oh we'll call you back there's a lot of customers waiting and you're like i don't have time to wait like especially if you live out of town imagine this was in los angeles but like imagine i was renting from like las vegas or somewhere else how am i gonna get to las vegas so quick i don't live there like like you would have to like yeah. literally like wait for them so like you don't want to become a mess i think what escalated it is when i actually called chase to report the transaction i was like no that's not the amount that i was um because i think hertz they usually email you the estimated charges and stuff so i i reported it to chase and then chase called them and then they were able to square it away kind of where chase was like okay we have that's proof. good from here but like it's like you, you got never... chase you got your chase agent on them like they're chase is like and and same with like amex too like they're like you know they're like they're ready to lawyer up you know so yeah. like, that's why it's good to use them yeah oh i also want to give another tip too this actually happened on one of my city cards recently so someone like this does happens with credit cards sometimes you might get identity theft or something happens someone was buying shein.com buying online clothes with my credit card that was getting shipped elsewhere and i don't know if they stacked or not i don't know what they did but like you're getting something delivered to a house or apartment complex the credit card's gonna find out because they're gonna call the company and say like where was this delivered to 
So needless to say, all the the charges were reimbursed back to me. So I didn't get charged from that from City. But that just shows you how important it is to have credit cards sometimes. Because imagine that was with a debit card. that got, My debit card ID got stolen. That would be really hard to fight with your debit card company to say, like, this wasn't me. Like, you know. Yeah. And also, you're with a debit card, you're literally out money because they're literally taking money out of your account. As opposed to with a credit card, as long as they can resolve it pretty quickly and usually in my experience they've resolved it pretty quickly whenever i've had issues but like even then you still have like a couple days of floating where it's like okay like as long as i know the money's coming back i'm not gonna have to be like pay this bill but like with a debit card like your money is getting pulled out of your account like you there's no money to like unless your bank decides to go like to reimburse you those charges immediately which usually with debit cards it takes longer like because they're like no we don't we need to like do the whole fraud investigation and figure out what's going on but like in my experience too i also with some of these cards like chase amex city capital one i've okay knock on wood i have not had like the same issues that i had previously when i was using a debit card like my debit card number was stolen all the time when i was just using a debit card and even like my old credit union credit card it got stolen so many times like i don't even know like i didn't i haven't changed the way i be it's not like i was just like swiping my card left and right like, like I wasn't, you know, I wasn't like paying for weird stuff online, like where it could get stolen easily. You know, I just I, like, I think they just don't have the same kind of level of fraud protection that some of these, these banks that you pay money and these annual fees do. So I, I've had positive experiences with, with all these banks personally. Yeah. I, I just want to make a note of that too. It's like, People complain that the credit card has an annual fee, but like they have all these purchase protections, return protection, auto collision damage waiver. So you have to make the choice. Does the credit card benefits outweigh the annual fee? And for me, that's pretty clear that like all my credit cards, I have all the major ones. I have the Chase cards. I have the Amex cards. I have the City cards. I have the Capital One cards. All the annual fees pay for itself for me, like based mm-hmm. on the different perks and benefits I use on the cards and everything. So I would say that's a yes for me why I would still keep the cards. So hopefully that answered your question about the insurance coverage that you get on the different credit cards and when it comes to driving internationally. So basically the long and short of it is you definitely want to check with whatever country you're visiting to see if you need an international driving permit and also if you need additional coverage for rental car insurance that isn't covered by either your credit card or whatever you use for rental car insurance. So if hope you liked this episode. If you learned something new or if you appreciated it, we would love if you could leave us a five-star rating and a written review. This really does help us and it helps us kind of drive the direction of the podcast too. So if you, if you leave us a five-star review and you make a request like, oh, you guys should talk about this or you should do that. Like we, you know, like you might, we might listen to that and, and start answering some questions that way too. So, and also we still have our, our bougie mailbox open. So feel free to submit questions to that as well. And these reviews that you leave do help us to put on more free events like we did with the stacking challenge and the travel hacking challenge. And like we alluded to last week, we do have a new challenge that we're working on. It's going to be different. So it's not going to be the same thing. So if you've done other challenges, this is going to be a different one, but we're definitely taking a different direction with it. So we can't say too much right now, but stay tuned for that one. 
stay tuned for the sneak peek and please don't complain about me that about me that much in the podcast like i was just giving well you can't no no you can you can complain about us but leave a five-star review if you're gonna do that you know i was just giving examples of california new york because i used to live there and most of the people that follow us are from california new york so i'm sorry i offended people from other states (laughs) that i don't live there so i don't know the rules for different states it's okay. Like it's okay. You can make fun of us, but just leave us five star review if you're gonna do that. That's, that's the whole. That's the power of five star review. So anyway, we will see you next week. Bye.